I wanted to say something else to you about appearances, how people that appear to have no feelings or no response to things are given credit for stability. And people who actually feel and care about things are uh, chastised for feeling too much or saying too much or doing too much or being too much. It's a really scary thing because we know that many people that are behind the scenes that run the show, the reason why so many Americans are up in arms is because we know that they're secretly, they're psychopaths. But to the left and to many other people that are just out of the loop, these people look like stability. They walk the, when they're on camera, when they're on camera, they play the part. But we know in the dark, they're absolutely lunatics. We've seen Bohemian Grove, we, we know. So when people get on TV and they're telling you, uh, be, be, very, be very concerned if you see somebody that is that much under control where they, they act like their emotions are, their emotions are so under control because somewhere in their life, their emotions, some, some aspect of their life, they are going to be completely out of bounds in. Because that, that's, part of, that's part of the balance of the universe. Where if you are completely repressed in one area, you're going to be unrestricted in another area. So if you see people in public that don't have human moments, and that's why they're all trying to fake like they have. That's why Diane Warren, what's her name? Sorry, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Sorry. Elizabeth, are they related? No. That's why Elizabeth Warren is got to show you, oh, look, I have a husband. We do normal stuff at home. And like that was the goofiest thing ever because it was almost like she didn't know how to be at home. Who even knows if that's her husband? Who even knows? Who even knows if it's somebody in a mask? I don't know. I'm just saying to you that all of it is a stage all of it is a stage, and it's ocup- it occupies so much of our time. Now, you might be saying, well, you don't have to do Yeah, this is my career, is to be about understanding what's going on, what it is, what it isn't, and all the stuff that I get into. All of, all of the stuff that I do as a comedian is food for everything else that I do and that I write and that I create. None of it, it's all an investment and it's the fabric of reality and that's what being an artist is about. That's my job. But for regular people, people at home, here's something that I might suggest. You don't have to just come to Kyla Powers Radio for it even though I would really appreciate that. I try to give you everything summed up in an express fashion. Here's the gist of it, because you don't have time to just, even when I'm doing a thousand different things, I have other things going because I'm always on top of that narrative. But choose one person. Every, change it up. If you listen to one hour of news, no matter what kind of news it is, a day, change it up. 
today this person, tomorrow that person, whatever. Just don't let whichever narrative, whether it's the truth or narrative, fake news narrative, whatever it is, don't let it occupy uh, so much of your thought that you're being informed what to think from what it is. Make sure that you have an equal amount of time, digestion time, to say, well, I heard what you said, but this is what I think about it. That's got to happen. If you were having any kind of discussion with anybody in your life, at work, in your personal life, or school, or wherever... You and, and it was like an issue or something. You would want to hear what that person has to say, you know, and then if you could have time to reflect on it and just like, let's say if it was your marriage at stake and somebody might have been up to no good or whatever before you go crazy because it's your marriage, you've got a lot invested, you're going to hear that person out. But then you're also going to take your time. And you're going to decide what you think about it. You're going to weigh things. You're going to weigh things out. And I'm hoping that you're going to put yourself first above anyone that you could follow or be worried about the welfare of you and yours comes first. And then everything else. So who are you first? Who are That's a, just an interesting question. I'm not making any judgments. Who is anyone first? Somebody was saying, I heard on one of the broadcasts, they were saying that, uh, you know, some of the black Muslims in uh, Africa were selling out other people of slavery again or whatever. And they said, well, to them, their religion is before their race, any kind of racial obligation. And that's just interesting to me. That's a completely different, uh, you know, reality than most people, than most people would think is the case. So who are you first? Are you your race first? Are you your religion first? Are you your country first? Are you your sex? Your gender? Are you your gender first? Are you your sexual proclivity first? Are you your nationality first? Or are you a human being first? This is a good time. To know the answers to those questions. You know why? Because Google knows the answer to all these questions. Or or rather they have an answer. What they think it is. All these data collecting companies. Facebook. All these companies. They think they know you. They think they got you down. Are you, are you, are you, what are you? Are you what they think you are? Can they predict your every thought? What you're actually going to do? 
It's just food for thought. I'm just putting it out there. If these data mining agencies, do they know us better than we know ourselves now? Because if you're thinking of any anyone as, uh, you know, adversary, the first rules are know thyself and know thy enemy. But we don't really know ourselves. We know more about celebrities than we knew about know about the people that live in our own households or people in our own family. And I'm not judging. I mean, I realize that there's people that I've known my whole life, but I don't really know them. I might have never known them. And maybe, I don't know how much interest I ever had in knowing them. But now I see, as an adult, where perspective interests me in a profound way, that, wow, here's people that I could be learning from and knowing from, and they're right here in my vicinity, and I don't know... Anything about them. We are just... There's been a a concerted effort that human beings become less and less mindful. Less and less uh, discerning. We're used to having some other service discern for us and then tell us what we thought. Oh, how, how are the globes? Oh, how is this? Or how is that? Oh, they said it was good. Or, you know, the host pulled it off or whatever. Or so that's how most people perceived it. And so that's what it was. And I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm not trying to say anything. I'm just asking, you know. Do we come up with these things on our own? Or is it just like, do you realize that people are telling you how to feel about people and things and situations and and all kinds of things? I hope to never tell you that. Only you can be the judge of that. If you ask me how I feel about something or what I think, then I'm going to tell you. I will tell you. But um, I'm not here to tell you what to think. I never will be. But uh, I don't care who it is, whether they look like me, whether they say that they believe the things that, that I believe in. You know what? I'm going to save some things. We'll have some other conversations. I just thought that that was... Uh, those are some questions just to just in your alone time what do you think about that what what is your identity because identity is something that is is being used identity is being weaponized and uh it could be weaponized against you so uh the more you can answer your own questions the safer you are